Hey guys, it's Trisha Carr. I have new exciting things going on with my Mystic Arts Academy. You can now subscribe to receive all of the live monthly content for about a third of the investment of a single class. Included are at least one downloadable guided meditation per month, two live events ranging from classes, channeled messages, group readings, intuitive development guidance, Q&A sessions, and tons of community. You'll also have access to a private Facebook community for fellowship and support, and this space is kept super sacred and high vibrational. Your subscription gives you access to the whole library of classes and live events, which are on a vast array of topics. All events are offered online by Zoom video call, and many are also offered live in person at my studio here in Los Angeles. Subscribing to the Mystic Arts Academy is also a way for you to support the Charmed Life podcast and engage on a deeper level. I'm offering the subscription at a super low rate of $22 a month. Joining now locks in this rate for as long as you're subscribed. Click on the description of this episode or go to my website, trishacarcharm.com, and click on Mystic Arts Academy. I look forward to connecting. Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. Welcome to this mini episode of Charmed Life and Phase 8, meaning the 8th day of 29 days of Lunar Phase. And so we are still in the first quarter moon. We have about three and a half days for each of the different phases. And in this first quarter moon, as yesterday we discussed, first quarter is that half moon, or it appears to us to be half full, half illuminated and half in the dark. And so as this concerns your manifestation process, this would be a good time for you to allow the habituation of the actions that uh, you are taking on your manifestations, or I should say on your intentions, the intentions that you set at the new moon. And so the, the way that you want to do that is to be in touch with that original essence, that God essence, that inner essence, because that is the source of your intentions, and then also to allow yourself to have that connected to the execution of those actions. Now, what comes to mind to me today as I feel the energy of this moon this day is a question that I was asked in a workshop once. In the workshop, we were talking about the I am energy. Your I am energy is the source of your power. It is that inner essence I keep referring to, or your inner being, as Abraham Hicks calls it. It is your piece of the creator energy, the I am energy. And One little tip actually is that we want to watch what we say both outwardly and inwardly if we can observe our inner talk and we can manage, really even control our actual physical verbalizing. The way we want to do that is to be careful and considerate of what we put after I am. Anything that you say after I am, the subconscious mind, the creator, the causal mind, believes and takes as an order to be executed. So really, I am is your whole mind. It is definitely that subconscious mind, the plane of creation or the causal plane. And so be, be uh, really aware of what it is that you say after I am. When you say I am, you are invoking the essence of creation. 
you are asking for co-creation, because in truth, there is only one I am. And as we were talking about this in the workshop, this led into this concept of God's will, and redeeming that from religious you know, construct and from dogma and anything that's fearful, redeem it in that the way that I use the word God, the, what I mean when I say God is universal energy, source energy. I actually didn't like the word God for a while, and then I decided that I wanted to use it again because I put it back in its place. And God means that same thing as it does when I say the universe or source energy or prime creator or creator energy. The reason I chose to use the word God again is because as I was able to redeem it from that old energy of it being some kind of guy (laughs) or some individual in the sky, and rather it means the collective creator energy that exists in you and exists without and that original source of the creator energy. And I use the word God when I like to use it because I kind of feel my personal relationship with that one energy. And so that's how I use the word God. And the idea of God's will, God's will, the word will, is thought, your thought energy. And so the first quarter moon is actually very thought-oriented, whereas the new moon, when we're setting the intention, is very feeling, a very kind of like a, the sensing, but also the emotional more subtle energy of feeling deep into your essence. And so as we are starting to take this journey of creation, we're in the energy of will, of thought. The half moon energy, the crescent moon, like I say, we want to be in touch with the reason we set the intentions, the source of the intentions. And we also want to be start to get methodical and habituated with our actions So when you think about habituating actions, that is a bit will-oriented. But we don't want to be enforced will, because that's actually taking the source of the energy outside of yourself rather than inside, rather than the true I am energy. And with this concept of God's will, that is the whole I am, the one I am energy. You feel it through the source of your individuated I am, and you invoke it by the connection to the total I am. And and that is only experienced in love when you are experiencing the one I am, the connection energy. The person asked, as, as we were talking about God's will and that that's how things actually come together, lest you be forcing the field, because if you're forcing the field, you're moving outside of the whole I am. And so it would be God's will or the collective will, the co-creative energy that actually allows the unfolding of manifestations. And the person asked in the workshop, how do we know if what we want, what we desire, is God's will? And I don't know if I answered it this succinctly then. (laughs) So in case you're listening, here's the answer, um, if this helps at all. Um, But how you know if what you are desiring, what you are envisioning to manifest, how you know if it's God's will, is by accessing your own God's will. This is why in this new moon experiment, this new moon phase, 29 days that we're doing, we started with just the purity of the essence, the depths of your 
I am your inner being, so much so that there was nothing there anymore. There were no conditions. You went so deep into your potential, so deep into your causal plane, that there wasn't anything yet. It was pure potential. So it was everything and nothing. And being in love and completely involved in that essence is how the true desires, meaning the ones that are aligned with the one will, the one that is that which is aligned with the total I am from your genuine I am. That's how you know that you are moving in accordance with God's will, if you like that phrase. And if you don't, then say co-creation. Say the ecosystem like me. I love saying the ecosystem. It reminds me that we are nature and that nature works. Nature works upon connection. And so in this time, we want to be habituated and we do it and we invoke will and from the source. And this is how habits can be maintained because we have the true reason, the true feeling, the true cause of the actions to take. And all of the things that we do, they will happen by our highest value attached to it. Rather than shaming, blaming, or negatively reinforcing ourselves into actions, that doesn't actually work. It may work for a temporary time, but it's not sustainable. It won't continue to work. Science shows us that. Social psychology shows us that. When we are able to allow the actions and the intentions to be connected to a highest value, then you're going to be able to easily have it unfold. Well, I mean, you still need to implement the will and you still need to implement going in and being connected. And this way, you you will more easily have these things unfold without any without the the uh, need to somehow attempt to browbeat yourself into it because you'll feel excited about it. And you know what? I just learned today in the class that I took by a man named Joe Tabanella. I'm taking neurolinguistic programming, and he was talking about how your brain really tries to avoid burning glucose unless it has to, unless it is, you know, directly connected to survival. And the example he used, he said, did you know that saying yes, rather than just saying yeah, which is kind of a, you know, softer, lazier way to say it, that your brain will burn more glucose to say yes. And so if you don't have a higher value connected to the reason you would want to say yes and be more articulate if that's important, then if you don't have that connected, then you just will, your body, your brain, which is your body, will be reticent to do it. It will have no real reason to because it doesn't believe that there's a good reason to burn glucose because we need that for survival. And if so, if it isn't connected to a high value, then it won't cooperate. And the way we connect it to the high value is through that essence, that heart essence that I am. This is how you'll be able to continue to take action. And when you take the action, it will be exciting. And then as things are unfolding before you or not unfolding, you don't have any need to be in doubt because you know that the reason there isn't an unfolding in a particular way right now in a conditional way is because the whole field, the whole universe is coordinating its dance. What comes to mind right now is how in music or in dance that the absence of sound or the absence of action 
is a valuable part of the piece. You know, when the music, like, let's say a popular song, like a pop song, and right before the drop, and, it, and there's a moment of silence or at least near silence, that's important, isn't it? That's the part that is the excitement building. It's the piece just before the expression gives way. It is the time to take in where the feedback is. Call it grace as we were calling it yesterday. And when you are connected to that heart, that soul, that I am, that higher value essence, then your manifestations are assured. And those manifestations, if they are your highest value, then you kind of don't really care what the details look like. You'll be in that unconditional space. And so this or something greater, and upon that I will take action today. I'll connect with you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. I'm really excited because it is the time of the year for me to offer my Animal Communication Comprehensive Program live online. Whether you are interested in the profession or if you would like to connect more deeply with your own animal family members, having an understanding of this form of telepathy will enhance your life and all of your other intuitive gifts. About once per year, I offer this program live, and that time is now. It is starting in December of 2019, and this particular live program has some bonus time added in. So the way this program works is it is delivered live online, and we also have a private study group of a beautiful community of like-hearted animal and nature lovers. Go ahead and check it out. The link is in the description, and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for your love of animals, for your love of our planet, and for shining your light on our beautiful world. <laughs>